Sai Satcharitra, Chapter 1 Salutations The Story of Grinding Wheat and Its Philosophical Significance According to the ancient and revered custom, Hemadpan begins the work Sai Satcharitra with various salutations. First, he makes obeisance to the god Ganesha to remove all obstacles and make the work a success and says that Sri Sai is the god Ganesha. Then, to the goddess Saraswati, to inspire him to write out the work, and says that Sri Sai is one with this goddess, and that he himself is singing his own life. Then, to the gods Brahma, Vishnu and Shankar, the creating, preserving and destroying deities respectively, and says that Sainath is one with them, and he, as the great teacher, will carry us across the river of worldly existence. Then, to his tutelary deity, Narayan Adinath, who manifested himself in Konkan, the land reclaimed by Parashurama from the sea, and to Adi Purusha of the family. Then, to the Bharadwaja Muni, into whose clan he was born, and also to various rishis, Yagyavalakya, Bhrigu, Parashara, Narad, Vedavyasa, Sanak, Sanandan, Sanatkumar, Sukha, Shaunak, Vishwamitra, Vashishta, Valmiki, Vamadeva, Jaimini, Vaishampayan, Navayogindra, etc. And also to modern saints such as Nivriti, Jnanadev, Sopan, Muktabai, Janardhan, Eknath, Namdev, Tukaram, Kanha and Narahari, etc. Then to his grandfather Sadashiv, Father Raghunath, his mother who left him in his infancy and to his paternal aunt who brought him up and to his loving elder brother. Then to the readers and praise them to give their whole and undivided attention to his work. And lastly to his guru Sri Sainath, an incarnation of Sri Dattatreya, who is his sole refuge and who will make him realize that Brahman is the reality and the world an illusion. And incidentally to all the beings in whom the Lord God dwells. After describing in brief the various modes of devotion, according to Parashara, Vyasa and Shandilya, etc., the author goes on to relate the following story. It was some time after 1910 AD that I went one fine morning to the masjid in Shirdi for getting a darshan of Sai Baba. I was wonderstruck to see the following phenomenon. After washing his mouth and face, Sai Baba began to make preparations for grinding wheat. He spread a sack on the floor and thereon set a hand mill. He took some quantity of wheat in a winnowing fan and then drawing up the sleeves of his kafni and taking hold of the peg of the hand mill started grinding the wheat by putting a few handfuls of wheat in the upper opening of the mill and rotated it. I thought what business Baba had with the grinding of wheat when he possessed nothing and stored nothing and as he lived on arms some people who had come there thought likewise, but none had the courage to ask Baba what he was doing. Immediately, this news of Baba grinding wheat spread into the village and at once men and women ran to the masjid and flocked there to see Baba's act. Four bold women from the crowd forced their way up and pushing Baba aside took forcibly the peg or handle into their hands and singing Baba's leela started grinding. At first, Baba was enraged, 
But on seeing the women's love and devotion, he was much pleased and began to smile. While they were grinding, they began to think that Baba had no house, no property, no children, none to look after, and he lived on arms. He did not require any wheat flour for making bread or roti. What will he do with this big quantity of flour? Perhaps, as Baba is very kind, he will distribute the flour amongst us. Thinking in this way while singing, they finished the grinding, and after putting the handmill aside, they divided the flour into four portions and began to remove them one per head. Baba, who was calm and quiet up till now, got wild and started abusing them, saying, Ladies, are you gone mad? Whose father's property are you looting away? Have I borrowed any wheat from you so that you can safely take the floor? Now please do this. Take the floor and throw it on the village border limits. On hearing this, the women felt abashed and whispering amongst them, went away to the outskirts of the village and spread the floor as directed by Baba. I asked the Shirdi people, what was this that Baba did? They replied that as the cholera epidemic was spreading in the village, this was Baba's remedy against the same. It was not wheat that was ground, but the cholera itself was ground to pieces and pushed out of the village. From this time onward, the cholera epidemic subsided and the people of the village were happy. I was much pleased to know all this, but at the same time, my curiosity was aroused. I began to ask myself, what earthly connection was there between wheat flour and cholera? What was the causal relation between the two and how to reconcile them? The incident seems to be inexplicable. I should write something on this and sing to my heart's content Baba's sweet Leela's. Thinking in this way about his Leela, my heart was filled with joy and I was thus inspired to write Baba's life, the Satcharitra. And as we know, with Baba's grace and blessing, this work was successfully accomplished. Philosophical Significance of Grinding Apart from the meaning the people of Shirdi put on this incident of grinding wheat, there is, we think, a philosophical significance too. Sai Baba lived in Shirdi for about 60 years and during this long period, he did the business of grinding almost every day. Not however the wheat alone, but the sins, the mental and physical afflictions and the miseries of his innumerable devotees. The two stones of his mill consisted of karma and bhakti, the former being the lower and the latter the upper one. The handle with which Baba worked the mill consisted of jnana. It was the firm conviction of Baba that knowledge or self-realization is not possible unless there is the prior act of grinding of all our impulses, desires, sins and of the three gunas namely sattva, raja and tama and the ahamkara which is also so subtle and therefore so difficult to be got rid of. This reminds us of a similar story of Kabir, who, seeing a woman grinding corn, said to his guru, Nipati Ranjana, I am weeping because I feel the agony of being crushed in this wheel of worldly existence, like the corn in the handmill. Nipati Ranjana replied, Do not be afraid. Hold fast to the handle of knowledge of this mill, as I do and do not wander far away from the same, but turn inward into the center, and you are sure to be saved. Bow to Sri Sai. Peace be to all.